Hi, and welcome to episode 54 of the Knit Actually podcast. My name is Becky, and I'll be your host. So today, guys, it's going to be a slightly different format than usual. I am recording um, from San Jose, California. I am here for Stitches West, and I thought I would do a quick recording of my day one experience, and then when I get home tomorrow night, I will talk about my day two experience, and then kind of just give you guys a recap, because it's been a lot of fun, Um, and I'm all by myself here in the hotel room tonight, so I figured what better time than to to get all my thoughts out while they're fresh in my head. So I'm going to jump right in. I flew out to San Jose this morning. Today's Friday, um, February the 24th. And uh, my flight left Denver at 8.30 this morning, which meant me being up at 4.30 this morning to get down there. Um, But that all went really smoothly. Um, I had booked um, a rental car, and uh, I am doing what I'm... I am referring to in my head as the full knit more. So I have listened and checked all the show notes and everything for the things that the knit more girls recommend um, when it comes to Stitches West. So I um, I had booked my lunch kind of an embarrassing amount of time ago, like a week ago, <laughs> at um, this little place called Specialties that they always recommend. Um, that people get their lunch for. And so I, I grabbed my rental car, I grabbed my lunch, I got over to the convention center, and my flight was delayed a little bit. We had snow in Denver, and we had to wait in line to get de-iced. And so I was probably a half an hour or so behind schedule, but my goal had been to get to the convention center by noon. And that's pretty much exactly how it worked out. So that was great. I had a delicious lunch. Um, so I went to this little specialties that the Knitmores um, recommend, and I got a crazy sandwich and a cookie, and it was fantastic. Um, and I'm picking up food there tomorrow, too, um, so that I just have stuff with me. That At the convention center, I think I paid $3 for a bottle of water. So I was glad to have a reasonably priced, really yummy lunch today. Um, and so when I got to the convention center, I tried to just kind of do one first round and sort of walk the whole loop of the convention floor. It's kind of set up as like two connected squares. So it's kind of like a, like a lower square and an upper square. And, um, it's a lot to see. Um, and when I got there, it was lunchtime and it was pretty crowded, um, in the show floor. Um, I'm not taking any classes. So I was just here to kind of walk around the, um, the show floor so in about two hours, I would say I managed to walk around um, and make sort of two full loops so that I really felt like, okay, I had seen everything and kind of gotten my bearings on the first round. And then the second round, I kind of figured out where the things were that I was really interested in um, and started to kind of do some shopping. I ran into um, Gail, who owns the Longmont Yarn Shop. I knew she was going to be here, and I had been planning to text her sometime today. And then as I was walking around trying to kind of get my bearings, there she was. So that was nice. We had a nice little chat about some things that she's thinking about bringing into her shop, and she was pretty excited to be here. So that was cool. Um, and I also saw Gigi from the Knitmore Girls, so that was really exciting. Um, I got to chat with her a little bit, I think in the Neighborhood Fiber Company booth. Um, so that was nice. I saw Jasmine a couple times. She always had a crowd of people around her, so I didn't, I didn't bother her. Um, 
So, let's see. I was going to talk about some of the highlights and some of the things that I love. The, one of the first things that I did um, when I got here today was I went to the Neighborhood Fiber Company booth. I have a couple of plans there. So, I bought myself. She had put on Instagram a little video with the tour of the booth. She has this great um, logo that she's been using, and it says Unity. And then it's like a, a hand held up, um, kind of holding a ball of yarn. Um, I love it. I think it's really cool. And I really love that she's been um, so outspoken about kind of diversity and community and things like that. So I went to her booth and I bought myself, it's like a little hoodie t-shirt. I'm wearing it now. I'm very excited about it. Um, and uh, let's see. And then I was shopping for um, yarn for one of the new Hohi Locatelli sweaters. And I had kind of decided they have a booth sample and I've kind of decided that it it is probably going to be Neighborhood Fiber Company that I use. But I'm just trying to decide about colors. I'm going to post some color combinations on Instagram tonight, see if I can get some feedback, and then make my final decision in the morning. So I walked around a little bit after that. Um, I came across the White Birch Fiber Arts booth, and that was one that I really was certain that I wanted to... Um, to buy some yarn from, um, and so I bought a beautiful skein of yarn. Okay, so I bought some white birch fiber arts, and the colorway is called Electric Slide, and it's a beautiful turquoise and gray, no shame here in buying more turquoise yarn. It's a self-striping sock, um, and I have had my eyes on this since my friend uh, Emily bought a similar skein last year at Stitches. So she was on my must-have list. I kind of stumbled across her booth and um, and at one point probably had five skeins of her yarn in my hands trying to decide which one I wanted. Um, and I went with, uh, with this beautiful blue. Now I did go back later. So um, Jack wanted Hufflepuff socks. Um, he's a very proud Hufflepuff. I have to hear all the time about how Ravenclaw is terrible and Hufflepuff is awesome. So I asked him if he wanted me to find him some Hufflepuff yarn, and the answer was a resounding yes. So I ended up finding that in the Canon Hand Eyes booth, and they actually kind of share a booth, um, the White Birch Fiber and um, Canon Hand Eyes. And so I, I also paid to have it wound up so that I can cast it on. And I'm going to use, I brought my little Erin Lane bag with me, and today when I was in there, I was finishing up one of my Biscott and C uh, socks. So that was fun too, because I was actually knitting that sock and I went into their booth and they were like, oh my God, that's our yarn. And I was like, yes, it is. And they were like, that's such a good advertisement for us. You're walking around with your beautiful sock. So, so that was fun. But tomorrow I'm going to finish the heel of or the toe of that sock up tonight so that I can um, work on Jack's Hufflepuff socks when I'm there tomorrow. But uh, because Jack was getting um, Hufflepuff socks, I had to check in with Ben and see if he wanted socks. I think he actually is going to want me to make this a hat for him. But I found, it's actually called Brave at Heart. Um, but it's definitely Gryffindor colors. And um, so I think I'm going to make him a sock head hat out of it. But I also bought this one from White Birch Fiber. Um and believe it or not, that's all the yarn that I bought today. It's just three skeins of sock yarn. I did buy some other things, though, and some pretty cool things, honestly. So I got the T-shirt. Um, I bought two Lolo Twist lotion bars. 
I had seen the barmaids um, at Rhinebeck and really liked their stuff. Uh, especially what I like is the the chapstick, like the lip balm. That is my favorite um, lip balm I've ever had. But I had plenty of that. And I was looking for something um, to buy as a little gift for one of my employees because she lives out here and we were having dinner. Um, so I ended up buying two Lolo Twists. The one that I kept for myself is bergamot because that's a scent that I have discovered that I really like. It's kind of orangey and citrusy. Looking to see if it says on here. Yeah, it just says fragrance or essential oil. Um, and then I got her one that was grapefruit. So that was fun, and uh, I think she really liked it when we had dinner tonight. Um, let's see. So I got the bag and the T-shirt. And then the last thing that I bought today that I thought was really cool was I bought from a company called 20 Stitches. Oh, I'm forgetting something big that I bought. Um, these little cards that you embroider. So they're little note cards. And the set that I bought, I think it's four or five little cards. And there's a blue, a silver, and kind of a really cute, like, cantaloupe orange um, embroidery thread. And so you embroider the cards. I don't know. I just thought this was really cute. So, um, so I picked up one of those and then, um, funny enough, I bought a project bag from a woman who is from Colorado. So I came all the way to California to buy a project bag from a woman who lives two hours south of my house. Um, but this was front range bags. Um, and she had force awakened bags and, and they were really cute. It's a really nice, very heavy duty bag. Um, so it's one of those with the very sort of stiff interfacing. So it stands up on its own. It has two exterior pockets. It's got a little, um, like a little wristlet thing. And then the cool thing is on the inside, it has three pockets on one side, a zipper pocket on the other. And then it has these little loops that you could, um, loop your yarn through if you were doing color work and you didn't want it to twist. But the coolest part of it is I have a bag like that at home. My sister-in-law gave me, and if you want to do that with the color work, then you're basically like stuck forever until you finish the project with the yarn being in that bag. But these, it has these little plastic circles and they snap open. So they're these little locking rings so that if you decided you wanted to take it out of the bag, you totally could. You could totally put something in or out of the bag at any time. So this morning they had, I don't know, half a dozen Star Wars bags. And then by the time I went back, uh, there only were two. And I walked back later in the afternoon. They were all gone. So I was glad that I had bought mine um, in the afternoon when I did. So that is today's haul. Um, then I kind of have a plan for tomorrow. So I was trying to be good. I tried to make sure, like, during the day, after I did my first couple rounds, I went and just, like, sat down. I ate my sandwich. Um, I kind of gathered my thoughts. I made notes about, like, what do I want to do? What are the things I want to buy? Um, and then I kind of compared against my budget and I, ha I have a pretty generous budget for the weekend because every, everything in terms of my travel was free. I had frequent flyer miles and credit card miles and things like that. I didn't pay for my hotel or my rental car or anything. So, so the yarn's the only real expense and sandwiches. <laughs> um, so tomorrow I want to buy a sweater company of Na neighborhood fiber company, fingering weight. I'm trying to decide between her sock weight and the single, um, the color that I like. So this Hohi Locatelli sweater, 
It's something about East and West. I can't remember the exact name because I've been up since 4.30 in the morning. But um, she does it in two grays, a dark gray, a light gray, and then a pop color. And the pop color in the pattern is a pink. Um, that's also what they had in the booth. But but the color that I like is this Georgetown and it's a beautiful, it reminds me of Vishnu by Madeline Tosh. It's this beautiful kind of like electric violet blue. Um, and so that's what I'm leaning towards. But I also took pictures of a chartreuse. And I'm trying to decide between like charcoal and silver or black and charcoal for the stripes. So I don't know. I have some decisions to make in the morning. And then the other thing that I was shopping for was... Um, I want to knit the monochromatic cowl by Hohi Locatelli, which was another one from Interpretations 4. So I'm going to need kind of the equivalent of two skeins of fingering weight yarn. I've got to check yardage tonight. Miss Bab sells those Yowza skeins, which I think is like 560. And I, I think I had myself convinced that I could buy one of those instead of two skeins of yarn. Um, I did shop around a bunch of places, like I was looking in Western Sky Knits, and I looked at Dragonfly Fiber, just to see, you know, kind of what I could decide on for that. But that's my other kind of big yarn purchase that I'm planning. And then Erin um, Lane Bags has these cute little bags in there called Sheeple. And she has four of them. There's like a Crafter one, there's a Doctor Who one, there's Harry Potter, and there's a Star Wars so I want a Harry Potter sheeple bag to knit my kids' Harry Potter socks out of. So I'm definitely going to go back and do that tomorrow. Her bags are very reasonably priced, um, especially I'll probably buy either like a sock bag or a small project bag. And then she has these little earrings that look like they have little skeins of yarn. And I had seen those at Yarn Fest a couple years ago. She hasn't been back to Yarn Fest since so um, that's on my list. And then they had these cool looms in the Yoth bar, bar, Yoth, Yoth booth. Um, and I was thinking about something like that too. So, um, so I might pick up something like that. There was another dyer in the Yoth booth. I think they're called Magpie Fibers. They had very cute stuff too. So then I'm, you know, beyond those things... Uh, I may kind of just try to um, pick up a skein or two of special yarn. Um, Three Irish Girls is here. My friend Shana, who's Yumi Yarns, um, she has a really cute hat called the Soiree Slouch, and they have a sample in the booth, so that was kind of cool and exciting. Stephen B. is here, and um, he's got a new book, so that was kind of cool. Um, and I think that's it for today. So when I get home, guys, I'll, I'll record some more and I'll fill you in on my second day's purchases and kind of all of the booths that I hit, but I just wanted to record some of my initial, um, experiences while I'm here. So I'll talk to you again soon. Okay, guys, so here comes part two of the episode. Um, I am home now from Stitches West. I had an amazing time. Um, I was there for Friday and Saturday, and I flew home last night. Today's Sunday, and my hope is that I can drop the episode for you guys um, tonight so that everybody gets a fresh off the presses uh, stitches update. But I had, a, I had a great, great time. So Saturday morning, I 
I got up, I got to sleep in a little, like I think I slept until about 8.30, um, did some yoga, took a shower, got ready, packed up my room, and um, headed back to Specialties, which was the little place that the Knitmores had recommended on their podcast um, in terms of being able to swing in, pick up lunch, and go. So I picked up a little like egg thingy and a sandwich to get me through the day, and um, a blueberry muffin and a hot tea, and I was off to the races. So that worked out pretty well because I ate the egg thing when I got to Stitches. I saved the sandwich for on my flight, which was really helpful to just have food ready to go, and the muffin I kind of munched on throughout the day. And so that was a great tip. Um, And so if you're ever going, um, I can vouch for the fact that that was a great, great option. And the nice thing, too, was... I just flung a pen across the room. The nice thing, too, was that... um, Everywhere I stayed was pretty, like, I, where I stayed was pretty convenient to everything. So I stayed at a courtyard Marriott right near the airport. So I think it was, like, less than 10 minutes everywhere I wanted to go. Like, it was 10 minutes back and forth to the convention center. The little lunch place was about four or five minutes away from the convention center. When I went out to dinner with my employee, it was maybe 15 minutes. So all along, I, I never was driving very far in the car Never had to put gas in the car even because it it used up so little. So that all worked out really, really well. So I swung swung over and got my lunch and then I, or my breakfast and my lunch. And I thought I would try to get there um, right as they were opening because for some reason I thought it wouldn't be crazy. And I, I guess I just wasn't remembering Rhinebeck and also thinking about the fact that it was Saturday morning. So probably the busiest day they were gonna have. And so the good news is I got great parking. I was a little, the first day I had to um, walk quite a ways to my car, which wasn't a big deal, but I I knew any time that I had to use walking back to my car would be um, time that I couldn't hang out at the um, podcaster meetup because that was really kind of right before I needed to get in the car. And so I got parking right at the convention center and that was awesome. And then I um, I walked over, and the line moved really fast, but it was long. There must have been, I don't even know, like hundreds of people in line. Um, and it's always exciting, and I had a nice conversation. Like, people, people at the event were so friendly. I really, I, I live in Colorado. I think people here are very friendly, but I never have experienced anything quite like this, I don't know if it was that it was California, but everybody was so like chatty. I had all these nice conversations with all these really nice women, um, including a very nice girl that I just walked in with and talked to in the line on Saturday morning. Okay, so the first thing that I did was I went back to Neighborhood Fiber Company. I had spent some time with the girl um, in the booth trying to pick out colors, and I put them on Instagram to try to get opinions. So I ended up buying five skeins of um, Neighborhood Fiber Company to make this sweater. The main color is going to be a dark gray, which is called Thomas Circle. And I got that in their studio sock. And then I got a light gray, which is called Charles Center. And that one is also in the studio sock. But then I got the pop color, I got a bright blue and there's a little bit of purple in it. Um, the colorway is called Georgetown, and it's just this beautiful, vibrant blue. And I really felt like the um, yarn, the color, I'm sorry, the yarn that was the single took the color a little bit better than the 
plied yarn. Like it was, it's a little more vibrant. And so I talked to the girl in the booth about how that would wear in a sweater and whether she thought it would pill. Um, and even looking at it, it does have a little fuzz to it. But um, she said that she has knit a lot of things in it and it's never pilled up. She showed me a shawl they had in the booth that had been, you know, dragged around the country and tried on by a million people and had no pilling at all. So I decided to do just the just the pop color in the singles. I think that'll minimize any pilling I might have and I'll be happy with the color. And I don't think it'll matter in terms of the fabric, especially the way this sweater is knit up. So that was really my big yarn purchase um, for the show. I was really excited about the sweater and I really was excited about this yarn. Um, and I'm a big fan of Neighborhood Fiber Company, and so, so that was my big purchase. So then I went and sat down to kind of try to make a plan for the rest of the day and the rest of the things that I wanted to do. Um, and I ate my breakfast and drank my tea, and I felt like the nice thing about having two days there was um, I didn't feel rushed, and I kind of had a plan, and I didn't feel like I needed to make myself crazy the second day. So I kind of just took my time. Um, the next stop I made was at Erin Lane Bags. So she had these really cute sheeple bags, and they have the little characters on them. She had, like, a Doctor Who one. She had a crafty one, like, with spinning and stuff. She had a Star Wars one, and she had a Harry Potter one. And so first I thought I wanted the Star Wars one, and then I realized I bought a Star Wars bag the first day, so, so then I thought I should get a Harry Potter so there's like a snitch on here, and there's a little sheep playing Quidditch, and there's um, a little sheep in a Gryffindor tie. I think he's Harry. Yeah, he's really cute. And then there's um, Dobby and uh, Mrs. Weasley, and there's somebody um, knitting a Hogwarts crest. So super cute. And so I got the... Um, the large project bag, which I have one of those from Yarn Fest a couple years ago too, and I use it a lot. Um, that's the one I've been carrying my Find Your Fade in. So it's big enough to hold all of the yarn for the sweater. So um, the sweater will probably live in that or in my fancy new Star Wars bag. I'm not sure which yet. Um, and I ordered a physical copy of um, Interpretations for uh, while I was in my room. I couldn't find it anywhere at the show, so I, I don't think anybody had copies. I was in one booth that had pom-pom magazines, but they didn't seem to have it. And I know, like, my sister Knits is going to order some, but I just didn't have any um, way to get my hands on a paper copy. And if you buy the paper copy, you get the digital copy. So that was really very much what I wanted, um, was to end up with both. So I think that's supposed to arrive here maybe Tuesday. Um, and, then I'll, and then I'll have a trillion things that I want to cast on. Um, so also in the Erin Lane booth, I picked up for my friend Emily a Knit More Girls bag. So they had um, exclusive bags made up with Knit More Girls fabric. It's really cute. It's pink. Um, and they had those um, just specifically for the show. Um, and my friend Emily is friends with the Knit Mores, and so she wanted a bag. So I got that. And then I got myself... She has these cute little earrings, and then she had all kinds of other cute things too, but I, I just got the earrings because I thought that's what I would get the most use of. But they look like little hanks of yarn. Um, she now also makes stitch markers like that, and um, she had necklaces where the hank of yarn would be like sideways, 
and then there was like a chain attached on either side and those were also super cute um so I did some pretty good damage in the Aaron Lane booth and then um the other thing that Emily asked me to bring her back was a uh Luxadorna sport kit and so I had seen them in the Webbs booth I'd seen some Luxadorna in the Webbs booth the day before and they were the little braids that, um, like the one that I got at Longmont Yarn Shop. And I wasn't sure that that was what she wanted. Um, and so I had texted her the night before, and f she said that she was pretty sure they were in the Monarch Knits booth. And Monarch Knits is a really nice um, yarn shop. I believe they're in Monterey area. Um, and sure enough, as soon as I found that booth, which I think was misnumbered in the program, so I kind of wandered around, lost a little bit, but I found them, and then I found I did find um, the kits that she that she had wanted, and so I got her three skeins of Luxadorna cashmere um, to bring back for her, and it came with the um, three color cashmere cowl. I don't know if that's how she plans to use it, but. Um, it came with a copy of that pattern, which is a great pattern. Um, and I ended up picking out for her a gray, a teal, and a purple. Um, and I think she's going to like them. They looked like her colors to me. And then I told her that if she didn't love them, that I would just buy the cashmere back from her. So, um, so anyways, that was uh, my next stop. The good news then was when I was in that booth, I ran into the Yarniacs, so I hadn't seen them on day one, and I was excited to get to catch up with them. I had met Charlene um, when she came for Interweave Yarn Fest, and I had never met Gail, but I'm a big fan of their podcast, and it was definitely one of the first knitting podcasts I listened to. So that was that was exciting and fun for me, and we, you know, agreed to kind of catch up at the the podcaster meetup. Um, and so, so that was a highlight of the morning for me, for sure. And then, let's see, what else did I do? Then I spent a bunch of time wandering around. So the other thing that I really want to cast on out of interpretations is this monochrome cowl that was one of the Hohe patterns. And in the book, it's in just a very neutral either like very light gray or beige kind of ivory color. Um, and it looks really pretty, but I kind of thought it would be fun to do that with maybe like a vibrant color. And so I was on the lookout for sort of one skein of, you know, special yarn to um, to make that cowl out of. So I, I sort of just wandered around the show for a while. I went back to Dragonfly Fibers I went back to uh, Miss Babs. I went back to a bunch of the little indies. So like in the Yoth booth, they had um, a, a brand of yarn I had never seen that was called Magpie Fibers. And then the Altered Stitch, which is a yarn shop in Los Angeles, they had a booth with a bunch of indies. The Yarn Over Truck, which is one of the things I was really excited to see, they had a bunch of indies, and so I just walked around. Oh, and then the other one that I really considered was um, Space Cadet. Um, so I just kind of walked around trying to think about that cowl and what I wanted. Um, I had been looking at the big skeins of Miss Babs, but I realized that um, those were like 500 and some yards, and I need 720 for the cowl. So it wasn't going to work. And what I 
what I couldn't really decide when I was there was like I thought maybe I wanted um, a bright, vibrant color, and then I saw some somebody showed me something they had bought, and it was speckles. And then suddenly I was like, what if I did like a speckled yarn because that could be a really cool effect on this, you know, this lace cowl. So in the end, I did not find um, the skein that I loved. I think I kind of talked myself into maybe what I'd like to do is dye some yarn for that. And I may play around with that this afternoon. There were a couple of things like that. So the other thing that I really liked was in the Neighborhood Fiber Company booth, they had a pattern called uh, Yipes Stripes and it's a cowl and they had a bunch of kits for it. It takes five colors of um, like 80 yards of DK weight um, and so that one I really liked. Um, there was a really cute kit in Neighborhood Fiber Company that had a beautiful blue and then some yellows and like a red. Then I saw another kit um, at Dragonfly Fibers that wasn't for that particular cowl, but it was like a, a little set of DK stuff. And they had several blues and some yellows and some gray. And so I, I think what I want to do is play around with, have some DK minis um, and play around with yellows and blues and try to come up with a color combination that, that I love. So... That's what I decided for that. And then the same thing, I think I may um, I may dye up some gray and then play with some speckles for that this afternoon for the, um, the monochrome one. But I had a lot of fun just kind of wandering the different booths and really trying to think about. And it, it, I had a little more time to kind of... Um, just absorb what people had, and I felt a little more leisurely um, in terms of you know my my day than I did the first day. Um, I had a lovely conversation with the woman from Twisted Owl because um, she had posted on Instagram the night before that she had finished her Find Your Fade and then she was wearing it in the booth. So I stopped and talked to her about that, um, and so that was fun and. Yeah, I just had a really good time. So then, while I was walking around, I worked on Jack's Hufflepuff socks. So um, I cast those on Friday night so that they would be ready to go. And I had my little my little Erin Lane bag that I've had for a couple years that snaps to the belt loop of my jeans. So I just snapped that on, and away I went, and I kind of knitted as I walked. And so that was fun. I, I got the better part of the leg of the sock, I think, done. Um... And that included sort of knitting the cuff while walking around, which wasn't a very fast thing to try to do. Um, and let's see, what were the other things? Oh, and then I made one other purchase. And so the other purchase that I made when I was sitting and watching my, eating my breakfast and making my plan, I was sitting really close to the, um, the Wool Buddies booth. And they are little felted animals. They're super cute. Um, they carry them at Fancy Tiger. I bought one last March, I think, for my son's friend for his birthday. He wanted the little kit. And the kits aren't cheap. And so they have, but they had this little show special where it was the needle that you need and thimbles so that you don't make yourself bleed and a bag of roving and a pad, which was basically just like this felted pad, um, and the book for $60. Um, 
And it's basically enough stuff to make at least um, at least four of the things. And the kits are usually $25 a piece. So I, I thought that was a really good price. He had a, a sample in the booth. He had made a BB-8. And apparently there's a video to learn how to make BB-8. So I thought I might make one of those for my nephew because his birthday's coming up. And then he had an R2-D2 and he said he was working on a tutorial about R2-D2. And I could see myself definitely making an R2. So um, so I picked up one of those. That was a little bulky and a little heavy to be lugging around. So then I went back to the car and I kind of unloaded everything that I didn't like need to have with me and I packed it all back into my suitcase. Um, and then I went back in and I just spent a little bit more time on the floor. The one other thing that I found, so I was thinking about these... Um, little looms that they had both at Miss Babs and um, Yoth. When I went back to the Yoth booth, they didn't have them anymore, and I decided, well, I had bought the Wool Buddy kit, so I didn't really need, like, like two things like that. So, um, so I passed on that, but then I was in the Yoth booth, and they had this sample, and they had a printed pattern. It was a printed pattern that caught my eye first, and I'm going to totally... Um, butcher this name, but I think it's called the Ninochik uh, Swancho. So it's basically a poncho with sleeves. Um, it's color work. It's really pretty um, and just looked really comfy and cozy. It's a DK weight, and so you do um, a main color and three contrast colors. And I am thinking about dyeing some yarn for that, too. I don't think I have enough DK. I really want to dig through my stash. I know that I have some sweater quantities of DK left over from the Madeline Tosh Club. And I know that I have, um, like, I have some that I haven't used and I have some where I have leftovers. So I want to kind of dig through and see if I have anything I think will work for that one. Um... And if not, I, I may dye something for that, which would probably mean ordering some full-size skeins of DK, because I think all I've got in my stash right now is minis. But um, but it just it was just cute. So they had a sample, but the sample still had the needles in it. They were clearly like working on it as a booth sample, but I really liked it. Um, so that was kind of another last end of the day. Discovery. Sorry, I'm yawning, you guys. I'm still a little tired from traveling. So then um, I had figured out where the bar was so I could go to the meetup. I didn't go to the meetup like right at one because I, I knew I wouldn't be able to figure out who was there unless there were a couple key people there. Like I I would know the Yarniacs on site, but I, I necess wouldn't necessarily know anybody else. So anyway, so about 1.15, 1.30, I headed over to the meetup um, at the bar and right away, I saw the Yarniacs, and so that was great. And then this fantastic listener came and found me, and her name is Carrie. And um, and she was, we just had the nicest conversation about the podcast and about knitting and kind of about that desire for knitting community and, you know, and how you feel like um, you get to know people through podcasts and they become your friends. And um, so she was just lovely. She was just so nice and had been like worried about me because I, um, was there by myself and I just thought that was very sweet. And then Twee from Twisted Stitches came over and so that's one of my favorite, um, podcasts for sure. I really enjoyed Twee and Kimberly 
and we had been Instagramming about trying to catch up. Um, so she came over and then I felt terrible cause I felt like I kind of lost track of Carrie. Like I got a little fangirly and I was excited to see Tween. We started to chat and then I looked up and Carrie had left and I felt bad. And I did a lap at the bar to try to find you, Carrie, but I couldn't find you. So I'm so sorry we didn't get to say goodbye. Um, cause you were just really one of my, the highlights of my stitches. You were so sweet and I, I just so enjoyed getting to know you a little bit. Um, but I had a great conversation with Twee and her friend Annie, who is a petite weaver, and she has a video podcast. I think they're, I think she's also from Los Angeles. And um, so that was really fun, and um, and we chatted for a long time and, and talked about all the things that they had done. Uh, Twee managed to score some Vullenbein. What I didn't know was that Little Skin and the Big Wool was putting out Vullenbein um, a little bit every morning, and so um, she managed to score some of that, which, which was exciting for her. And I must have chatted with them for, I don't know, 20 or 30 minutes, and it, it was just lovely. And then um, they went back outside to meet their friend, and I, I met a couple of other people. So there was a new-to-me podcast called Destined to Knit, like the number two, and I met the mother of one of the hosts, and then I ended up chit-chatting with the other host um, when I was talking to Charlene. And then I met a woman named Jocelyn, who is a marketing person. Um, she's got a company called Knit Ventures, and she gave me some uh, fix-a-stitch kits to review um, because uh, that's one of her clients. They had um, sponsored the the, pot, the Knit Along last summer, um, but she gave me one to review and then one to give away to you guys eventually. Um, and I feel like I'm missing somebody. So if I chatted with you on Saturday and I don't mention you here, it's not because I didn't enjoy our conversation. It's because there was a lot to keep track of. But I really felt like I went to the podcaster meetup on at, at Rhinebeck and I had a lot of fun, but I, I did find it a little overwhelming. And this was... A very different vibe from that. I really felt like it was um, it was really everybody was so friendly the whole weekend. Everybody was so friendly, and like I said, I had all these nice conversations with people. Day one, I wore my breathing space, and you know that's a popular pattern. That's a pattern I think a lot of people want to knit. It was in a lot of the booths. Um, I if I had one person come up to me, I had thirty. I must have had thirty people come up and tell me how much they like the sweater and it looked nice on me and oh you did such a good job and I like your yarn choices and and it was awesome it was awesome like such a nice thing <laughs> to have all these people everybody was just so so friendly um and same thing the second day the second day where my true friend um pullover and I had several people stop me and compliment me and then Charlene was like looking for yarn options while we were sitting in the bar which was hysterical and um and we just had a great I just had a great great time it was a really fun thing and so then right before I needed to leave for the airport um one of the long-term listeners long-time listeners of the podcast Elise um had texted me and she was leaving work and coming over so I hung around just a little bit of extra time but I was so happy 
to finally get to meet um, you in person, Elise, because that was really special for me. You've always been such a big supporter and very vocally supportive of the podcast, and that means a lot. And so thank you for, for racing away from work to get to Stitches so that we could hang out even just for a few minutes. Um, and right as I was getting ready to leave, then Jasmine from the Knit Wars came in. So that was nice because I got to meet her. Um, I had met Gigi the day before, and she had Bethany from Backstage Knitting with her. So I got to meet Bethany, too, just for, like, literally, like, hi, hugs, and and then I had to run. Um, but my flight home was great. I had to fly through Las Vegas, um, and I'm always in Vegas in... Uh, in February, so it was funny to be there, even though I didn't um, have to stay. And um, and I got home and crashed. <laughs> so um, so that's my stitches recap, you guys. I um, I'm sure that I will end up doing kind of a regular episode pretty soon. I feel like there's other things I want to catch up with you guys on, but I just like I said, I just wanted to um, share all of the fun that I had this weekend with you guys while it was all still fresh in my mind. So, like I said, if I met you or I talked to you or or anything like that and I forgot to mention it here, it sure was a lot to keep up with. Um, But I I had a lovely time chatting with all of the nice people, and I will really consider going again. This time worked out great because I was able to use frequent flyer miles and hotel miles and things like that, so maybe I'll have to save those things up and go in two years again or something, but I can definitely see myself, um, attending again for sure. So that's it for this time, you guys. Thanks so much for hanging out and for listening, and I will talk to y'all soon.